When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. You got Amber Wilson, Freddie Coleman together this morning on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU. Major League Baseball has buzz. Ratings are up. Attendance is up. But the Shohei Tiny Sweepstakes could be taking a different turn. Let's bring in a man who always does a great job covering Major League Baseball. He is not just Jeff Passan. The Jeff Passan, ESPN Major League Baseball Insider. Always a great follow on Twitter at Jeff Passan. Jeff, we're going to start right there, show you Tani's future. I don't think it's likely that he could be traded by the trading deadline, but what could happen that could possibly make that so for the Angels and whoever they could be trading partners with? They can get a clue. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> Carry on, continue, focus, keep it, keep it going. This is like this is. I, I don't get frustrated about this because I have no like I have no stake in this. I I don't you know particularly care if the Angels succeed or fail. Um, I, I I'm gonna read a text that I got from a GM yesterday though, and I thought it, of course this is like a GM who wants to trade for Ozani, so maybe he's just a little bit biased. But he said, um, let me get to it right here. I think the sport needs Otani to get traded. Needs is too strong, but needs in the sense that it needs to capitalize to the max on his stardom, and that would help. And the free agent experience after would generate so much added interest. And he's right. Like, Shohei Otani is the biggest thing in the sport right now. Um, he would be the biggest thing in almost every city that he goes to like if Otani goes to New York and I'm just throwing this out there as a hypothetical guys, who's a bigger star in New York. Is there one right now in sports? No, Nope. It's Aaron judge right now already as is right. Mm -hmm. Aaron. I mean, I mean, Yankees, I mean, Mets, if you know, he just is at a really unique place. I think in the trajectory of his career and, uh, this deadline, I'm not sure it's going to be great if Shohei Otani doesn't get traded. But if he does, I mean, there, you know, this is one of those trades that has a chance to not just go down as an all-timer, but to really, really demonstrably affect what the postseason looks like. And we've never seen Shohei Otani play in October. Like the closest we've seen to him playing meaningful baseball is during the World Baseball Classic. And, you know, I love the WBC, but it's not October. So the the idea that the Angels are, are looking right now at this landscape and not trying to do everything they can to capitalize on it, I think it's short-sighted, and I think it's going to come back to hurt him if he doesn't move. Well, and you could tell Shohei loved the WBC lights, mm-hmm. the crowd, the fanfare around it, certainly. 
a player who very much wants to win. And Jeff, you just mentioned there, oh, Jeff yeah. Passon joining us here on ESPN Radio. Jeff, you just mentioned their New York. Buster only throughout the Yankees. Of course, that's a team that's always going to be in these conversations when there's a yeah. major player that might be available. But with the Yankees, let's take it from the Angels' perspective for a moment. If they were to move Shohei, the Yanks don't have the best farm system. Like, what are they getting in return for Shohei Otani? And isn't that the problem with several of these teams who are in contenders that also get thrown into this conversation of, of course, they'd want to trade for Shohei Otani. But what, in fact, are they trading for Shohei Otani? Well, it's very interesting you bring that up, Amber, because right now at ESPN.com, we're working on a story with this very premise where everybody is going to play GM and I'm going to act like the angels and (laughs) see what the trade offers look like. Um, Because you're right. The Yankees do not have the most to offer. Um, You know, I look at a team like Texas and I'm not sure the angels, if they were to trade him, would trade him in division, but a team like Texas has a very, very deep farm system and would make a lot of sense if they trade him to the you know to another league the the Dodgers farm system is phenomenal would they really send him up to five though you know who knows um a, a team like Arizona that has great prospects would they be willing to take on the money um and the the same thing goes for Baltimore Tampa Bay Otani makes 30 million dollars like it's a big chunk of change especially for a rental player especially for organizations that typically don't make those go for it moves. So there are problems with just about every spot that he could land where that organization can say, yeah, you know, we, we wanted to, but Shohei Otani not a player who you say, yeah, but right. He's, he's a guy who you go and get, and if it doesn't work for whatever reason, at least you went and got him. And that, I think, is the fear that the Angels have trading him. I think their greatest opportunity to re-sign him is not through winning, which they haven't done when he's there. And it's not necessarily through money, because I don't think they're going to pay the most. I think it's through comfort and familiarity, right? Like, he has thrived in this spot for upward of six years now. But what if he goes somewhere else and sees, hey, I can thrive here too. Hey, maybe the grass is greener because we're winning here and they're placating all of the things that I need. Right. Uh, well, if he goes into free agency after that, guys, don't you think that his world is wide open as opposed to in this small little space in Anaheim where he spent all this time? You would think so, especially if you're the Angels playing that risk-reward game, wondering if, uh-huh. if we keep him, then we run the risk that we'll lose him for nothing. But if we have to trade him, then what kind of trading partners are we going to have out there? Real quick, Jeff Passan, ESPN Major League Baseball Inside. Hit him on Twitter, Jeff Passan, joining Freddie Coleman and Amber Wilson, ESPN Radio. Jeff, I'm a big believer in this. You are not destined to remain where you are. That's not just a Shohei Otani thing. But how much of that could be a Mike Trout thing if the Angels decide, you know what, let's just start all over because we're not getting anywhere if we don't have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout's only going to get more and more frustrated being an organization that only has one playoff appearance in his whole life in Major League Baseball. Oh, boy, I had not even thought of that one, honestly. Um, Mike Trout's hurt. Let's remember that. And Mike Trout has been hurt. And Mike Trout is owed a lot of money. And I'm not saying that Mike Trout is a negative value guy. I 
do not think so by any means. But you're not going to get back from my trout what you would have two or three years ago. And on top of that, he's got a full no trade clause. So unless he's the one who wants to leave, um, I, I don't foresee him going anywhere. I still think that you can build-ish around Mike Trout. Um, you know, for the next couple of years, I think he's still going to be that top-level guy uh, who can be your number one. But long-term, there needs to be more than him in place because Mike Trout's, you know, did this single-handedly for like the first five years of his career and now has had Otani by his side and they still haven't been able to do it the last six. Jeff, I want to go back to Shohei for a second because you said something that brought up a question for me that I hadn't much thought about. We spent a lot of time on the reputation here of the Angels. If they're the team that trades away the greatest player that we've ever seen or if they're the team that lets him walk and gets nothing in return, what does that do for them? What does that look like? Fine. But what does it look like for a team that trades for him, say if it's like a Tampa Bay Rays team that has the pieces in place through the farm system to trade for him, they trade for him, they bring him in, good piece, maybe they contend this season, but then he decides not to stay. What does that look like for that team? If he, in other words, gets traded to a team and then ends up going to, you know, the Giants or one of these other West Coast teams anyways? Depends the price that was paid, right? Right. Um, But let's put it this way. If a team like Tampa Bay, and I don't think, by the way, they will, but if a team like Tampa Bay were to go out and trade for Otani, they would be doing it knowing that it's a rental. Like, they're they're not going to play in that sandbox. Um, They, you know, they have trouble giving guys a hundred million dollar contract. Right. Otani's gonna want, no kidding. Like, Otani's going to want 600 million. Yeah, so I get they, it. So they, they essentially would be looking at this as, um, you know, I'm trying to think of like a good analogy, you know, sometimes when, when you're young and you're not making a whole lot, a whole lot of money and you just like want a nice jacket and and you see like this beautiful coat that you never thought you could afford and you probably can't afford. But you know what? You just want to look good, damn it. <laughs> Shohei Otani is the most beautiful jacket anyone's ever seen. And I, I think a team like Tampa Bay like deserves to wear it for a couple of months just to try it on, just to feel pretty and to look good and you know, maybe you take the best picture of your life with it. And and that's that's what this would be. This would be them looking for that picture where they're sitting on the field with the World Series trophy. So you're basically telling us that they're going to have a layaway situation with Shohei Otani if you're the general manager of Tampa Bay Is that what you're telling us, Jeff? You take a selfie and then you let him move on. But it is a heck of a selfie. Epic. Yeah, it becomes your I profile mean, picture. I mean, that selfie. Yeah, here's the thing. Um <laughs> This is not going to happen, but I appreciate us discussing it anyway. If, if for no other reason than <laughs> if for no other reason than to tease out the possibility of why it won't happen, teams like Tampa Bay right. win because they are disciplined. And going and getting Otani at the trade deadline is a patently undisciplined thing to do. No doubt. Hey Jeff, keep it the great work and those great analogies. I'll put my coat on for you. Okay. 
thank you. Freddie, you always look good. You don't need to dress up. Come yeah, on, man. That, you know, I, I do the best I can with what I got. When you get to be 57 years of age, you got to make sure everything is working in proper order. No matter <laughs> what. <laughs> Thanks a lot, partner. Talk to you soon, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm at Jeff Passon, ESPN Major League Baseball Insider. Always does a great job. Hit him on Twitter, Jeff Passon. I can't wait to read that article. I'm glad you brought that up, Amber, in terms of playing GM, the potential trade scenarios with Shohei Atani. I think that's going to be a fantastic read on ESPN.com. Yeah, I didn't even know they were dropping that. Me Look neither. at that. It set yeah. it up perfectly. I can't yeah. wait to read it either. It, it, like you almost, because people people yeah. always do that, Freddie, though. It's like we spend so much time talking about where is Otani going mm-hmm. if the Angels were to trade him, yeah. and everyone's just looking at it from the other team's perspective, and nobody exactly. seems to be looking at it from the Angels' perspective. They're also not going to trade him away for nothing if they aren't going to let him walk for nothing, right? So right. if they are going to trade him away, they need to get a King's Ransom in return, at least in terms of young prospects. And there's a lot of teams that do not have that luxury. Yeah, he's going to make a King's Ransom. That floor is $50 million starting point. I could see Shohei Otani potentially being the first $60 million per year player per year. in American <laughs> sports. And believe me, plenty of teams out there will pay that freight for a guy like Shohei Otani who will make more money for them than what they're going to pay when it comes to him. Always hit us up on Twitter anytime you want. Amber's handle, Amber W Sports. My handle at Coleman ESPN. One of our co-workers had the audacity, being the lack of fashionista that he is, to complete a fashion mistake on a golf course. We'll call that co-worker next with Amber Wilson and Freddie Coleman. This is ESPN Radio and ESPNU. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson, Freddie Coleman together, walking it like we talk it on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us on your smart speaker by playing ESPN Radio. He is one of our favorites. He is Chris Carlin, part of Canty and Carlin, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio. I can't believe we had the audacity to call him on his vacation to bring him on the show, but that's what we do, and we're not above being that petty when it has to have a chance to bring him here. I saw that you had a fashion faux pas on the golf course after you called out somebody, Chris, with a golf course attire. For those who don't know this story, share. Actually, we have the sound before we yeah, get to set it. it up. Oh, we do. Yeah. Even Let's better. Play the sound. Yeah. Even better. Here it is. So, yeah. This was Carlin like last week, uh, last week okay. trying to give some advice to the bigger people. Okay. <laughs> 
I think it's best if we, as two bigger guys, offer our combined tips for you to enjoy a big hot guy summer. That didn't sound right, but you know what I mean. Number one, the white will deflect the sun. And number two, the white shows the sweat the least of any other shirt. The white shirt in the summertime is the fat man's friend. Okay. Yeah. So here's the problem. (laughs) On Wednesday, I decided... I'm going to go out and play golf, and I don't know if you know New Jersey at all, but it can be a little humid. And uh, so I didn't look at the temperature. I didn't look at the humidity, and it's like I forgot it was summer. And then I was kind of running out the door, and I just grabbed the first shirt, and it was a black shirt. And through the first nine holes, I was fine. But apparently golf has become a sport of endurance, and I <laughs> did not have that endurance. I, did I not endure. Oh, my God. I hit the wall by 14. <laughs> I was dragging all the way home. No no beverage cart out on the course anywhere. I mean, mm. how do you do that? Maybe that's True. the bigger faux pas. Yeah, how can people do that to me and not have the beverage cart out? Like, I'm, I'm going to be your best customer all day. I also thought that was the purpose of golf. Isn't the purpose of golf the beverages Drinking? Yes, yes. during golf? Winning the 19th hole. I understand it. The whole I, purpose if, of the sport. If I knew that endurance was involved with golf, do you think I would have gotten involved in it? Of course not. Of course not. I just want to go out there, knock a few back, hit a couple of balls, and maybe not embarrass myself, which is, you know... Unlikely. I've known you, by the way, Chris Carlin for Canthe and Carlin, Amber Wilson, Freddie Cohen, and ESPN Radio. I've known you for more than a minute. Mm. You don't have a failure to plan. You don't have a plan to fail. Normally, you do your homework. Yeah. You do your reconnaissance. You send out homing pigeons. They bring back the messages so you can have this. So especially in your state, yeah. in New Jersey, in July, how does this happen to Chris Carlin? It could also be a possibility of me examining the three white golf shirts I had in my closet and understanding that maybe they were a little too form-fitting for the moment. Oh. You know? So that that also might have been part of the problem. Well, how did you shoot? How was the round of golf? That, the front nine, great. 48, terrific. Back nine, oh. Oh, my God. If it was only a nine-hole sport, exactly. uh, it would have been excellent. Yeah, exactly. I, and on the 18th, I hit a, just a gorgeous drive. It was right. phenomenal. I end up with an eight. What? Snowman. Yes. Ooh. Yes. It was Brother. a rough day. Anyway, but my golf game aside, it's just stupid. It's just a stupid mistake on my part. And this is the life that I lead. Like, you guys know that I am not that bright. <laughs> And you know that even though, like, I may tell you to do something, there's a great chance I'm not going to do it myself. Oh, yeah, that was that was a perfect example of that. It's funny. You, I'm glad we addressed this because oh, I was man. actually listening to you and Canty live. You had this whole discussion uh-huh. yeah. about how the white shirts, they reflect the sun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need an undershirt. An undershirt, though, apparently is a dangerous game. All these things that I don't know about uh, because I don't live in this category, apparently, of this attire. But yes, Amber, you're not 300 seen- pounds. <laughs> I was going more with like the undershirt under the shirt, but you know, the point being, also man, I was going the man card there. Nevertheless, you said it, not me. The point is that I was then surprised to see videos on your social of you in the black shirt in summer on a golf course. So certainly a rookie mistake there by you. Guys who aren't rookies. There's rookie, there's amateur, whatever you want to call it. I deserve it. Yeah. 
guys who aren't rookies, because I don't know another way to segue to Saquon <laughs> Barkley, but he's not a rookie, right? He's a vet. He's looking for oh, a contract man. running backs these days. They don't get the contracts that they want in the NFL. We have until 4 p.m. Monday for the Giants and Saquon to work something out. Do you think it's going to happen? Who needs who more? Saquon needs the Giants more than the Giants need Saquon. And it's not that the Giants are going to be ultra successful without him. Right. Offensively, they, they really won't be. The problem more, though, is are the Giants a team that's really going to contend for a championship right now? And the answer is no. If they were in a position where they were going to contend for a championship, this would have gotten done already. That We wouldn't be in this spot. I think about way back in the day, Emmett Smith sitting out the first couple games. Oh, yeah. It doesn't go well, and what do you know? Jerry Jones coughs up the money. That's not going to happen here. And if you're Saquon, sitting out is not an option. He, he might think that sitting out one or two games to prove a point is a good idea. It's not. If I were the Giants right now, I would uh, stick to my guns, and if you want to sign the franchise tag, that's great. If you want to sit out, we'll we'll figure it out. But $10 million, the last time I checked, is more than none. And if we're going to be truthful about it, you can look at the total numbers for Saquon last year and say, well, he rushed for 1,300 yards, and that was fourth most in the league. He also only averaged 4.4 a carry. He nearly had 300 carries. That was 21st in the league. So... You can look at his production out of the backfield. Okay, not amazing. The Giants, not that Matt Breida can fill that void. They need him, but Saquon needs the Giants a lot more right now. I'm Matt Chris Carlin from Canty and Carlin, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time with Freddie Coleman and Amber Wilson on ESPN Radio and ESPN. We had a conversation in terms of we know the Eagles are right now going into the season, king of the hill in the NFC, Jalen Hurts, uh, acknowledge the best quarterback right now in the NFC. If that's the case in your mind, Chris, who's the second best quarterback in the NFC? Wow. Um, the second best quarterback in the NFC. I mean, I can I re I, I can't bring myself to say it. Go ahead. But you want to say it, don't you? I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Same division. I, I, I would say to. Dak. There you go. But I, I here's. Here's the guy that I think could pass Dak this year, okay? And this is, let's be clear, this is more, this is saying a lot more about the quarterbacks of the NFC than anything else. It's not saying that Dak's amazing, because he's not. Uh, I think by the end of the year, Justin Fields may be the second best quarterback in the NFC. Okay. How about that? Um, I think Dak, I expect Dak to have a, a good season. I expect the Cowboys' offense to have a really good season. You know, I think the thing that we forget is how many points they scored last year. They scored a ton, and he missed five games. So I, I don't think um, we give that enough credit. It's just the Cowboys won't win when it actually matters the most, and that's their biggest issue there. The more we have this conversation, the worse I feel for Kirk Cousins, frankly, as yeah, we mother. keep saying everybody except for Kirk Cousins keeps getting thrown into this conversation. I mean, if you got to go win one game tomorrow, do you want Dak or do you want Kirk Cousins? I went with Dak is, also. Is there I another, went with Dak. Is, is there By there the numbers. Option? Yeah, exactly. By the numbers last season, obviously. Is there, is there it's an Gino? Is there an option C? <laughs> Gino, maybe? I don't know. Gino, I'll take yeah. Dak. The answer, take should be, the answer should be Kyler Murray, and it's not. It should oh, be okay. Kyler Murray. 
Okay. That's true. Wow. Uh, it it should call. be. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're a long Good way. Call. No one has brought him up. We've taken calls. We've yeah. had texts. No one has brought up Kyler Murray. You wouldn't know this, Carlin, uh, because you're on vacation, which, by the way, hell of a vacation sitting in the huddle room at ESPN <laughs> Seaport. Wow. But you wouldn't know this. We're it's doing a little a warm call. in here, too, and I'm wearing a dark shirt. <laughs> what do you know? There you go. <laughs> Didn't plan properly once again. <laughs> Our rank today is who's most likely to win NFL MVP this upcoming season. If I gave you Mahomes and Burrow or the field for NFL MVP, who are you taking? Mahomes, Burrow, or the field? Um, I would probably still take Mahomes and Burrow, okay. but I really believe the guy that's going to be very much in the discussion is Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Amber had him number five on her list. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to be there all season long. I think we saw a lot of great things last year. Doug Peterson knows what he's doing with quarterbacks. He he does. And, you know, Carson Wentz thought he, know, he knew better and he didn't. Um, I, I trust Doug Peterson uh, to really have a positive impact there and continue to see him grow. And plus, they have really good weapons. I, I think Lard's... Lawrence is the player that we all thought he was coming mm-hmm. out of Clemson. No Remember, doubt. this was the once-in-every-ten-years guy, but he walked into an absolute nightmare of Urban Meyer and company in Jacksonville, and we, we've kind of just forgot about him for a year. Yeah. So last season, uh, I think you saw a lot of really good things, and I think he'll be in the discussion late in the year. Now, normally he would be on vacation, but he joined us today. He's going to be on first take at mm. the top of the hour. So apparently Chris Carl's vacation time would be an extended weekend, golf not included. <laughs> Catch him each and every day with Gary Scanty on IT and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio. Man, he is Chris Carlin. Many people would just say vacation from what? You know, I, I, I said for the longest time for the, I wanted the slogan for ESPN radio beats working, but yes. it got yes. shot down because exactly. we, we have a lot of fun here. That's just how that goes. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you, CC. Thanks so much, my brother. Thanks, guys. Great stuff by Chris Carlin coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Gray Goose with Amber Wilson. I'm Freddie Coleman. I also appreciate you joining us here on ESPN radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU. Let us know who is the second best quarterback in the NFC. Jalen Hurts is the king of the hill, the Eagles. Who's right behind him? Let us know at 888-SAY-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. In your mind, who is the second-best quarterback in the NFC and why? We got a lot of reaction on Twitter. Let's hear the phone reaction from you, 888-729-3776. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. Amber Milson and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio. 
as well as the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. 55 days away, Amber, my friend, from the beginning of the NFL season when we got the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Detroit Lions. That's that first Thursday after Labor Day weekend. And then it all gets started in 2023. And so many storylines everywhere. I don't care if you're good. I don't care if you're bad. There's storylines everywhere going into the National Football League season in 2023. Yes, there are. There are tons. Uh, None may be more confusing than who's the second best quarterback in the NFC because we have quite literally spent three and a half hours on that now. And I'm not any closer to an answer, frankly, than I was three and a half hours ago. So So, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions in each conference, by the way. There's so much parity in the NFL. It's so unpredictable. It's what makes it so fun. Other than the Chiefs, they're not unpredictable. They're not unpredictable. They'll be in the mix when it's all said and done. You're right about that. But your point is very valid in the NFC because right now going into the season, the Philadelphia Eagles, They've been regarded as that best team, but I don't believe the 49ers are that far behind. Remember last year, they only were a one-game leader over the Dallas Cowboys to win that division in the NFC East. So, yeah, the Eagles are acknowledged as that king of the hill when it comes down to the regular season going into it. But that does mean that's going to be the case because the NFL, they're second by second, not just year by year. Anything and any team can rise up out of nowhere. Or a team we thought that was going to be really good can fall by the wayside. But we're taking your calls at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. If you believe, like we believe, that Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC, the Eagles quarterback, then who is second? 888-729-3776. Jeff in Texas, who is it and why being the second best quarterback in the NFC? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm going to call this a long shot right now, the surprise sleeper of the season. Uh, Derek Carr will wind up being the uh, best quarterback in the NFC at the end of the season. Wow. I mean, that's not crazy, Uh, Freddie. It's not crazy. It's not crazy because we're talking about a quarterback that I had traditionally called the most underrated quarterback Mm -hmm. in the NFL. This past season was a mess. This past season was a mess for that Raiders team, generally speaking. Now he gets pushed out, though, by his own team that he was with for so incredibly long. Was the problem Josh McDaniels? We're about to find out. We're about to find out what it looks like for Derek Carr in a new uniform. We've certainly never seen it. He's got a shot there in New Orleans. I don't think he has the weapons in New Orleans necessarily. I mean, he's got... He does have some good weapons, but I don't really want to have like the Michael Thomas discussion for the fifth year in a row. (laughs) The point is, I I don't think the Saints are as good as some people think the Saints are, but I could see a year where I end up being surprised because I was a believer in Derek Carr, and I feel like last season maybe should be an anomaly and maybe ends up being more on the head coach. We'll see what it looks like in Las Vegas this season. Yeah, but. Chris Olave is no joke at wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Right, so that's right, a guy that right. even if Michael Thomas, whatever that conversation is going to be, but Chris Olave is no joke. But Raiders fans, you had not wanted Derek Carr for the longest time. Be careful what you wish for because in 2023, you're about to get it and you may not like it when mm-hmm. it's all said and done. Mel in Los Angeles, who is the second best quarterback in the NFC behind Jalen Hurts and why? I'm really trying to figure out when did Jalen Hurts become better than Dak Prescott? Because mm-hmm. if you look at the head-to-head record, Jalen Hurts has never once beat Dak. Dak, every, everybody you guys are mentioning, Dak has beat all these guys. So I'm really trying to figure out when did all these guys become better than Dak? Well, I'll say that Jalen Hurts is better than Dak, and I'm a Cowboys fan for this reason because Jalen Hurts has more playoff wins in one run than Dak Prescott has had. And your point is valid about that he has not beaten in a regular season, but let's be honest. 
Jalen Hurts had not had those dudes in the regular season that Dak Prescott has had. And Jalen Hurts didn't play last year against the Cowboys in that game at Cowboys Stadium because he was injured. And a guy named Gardner Minshew was tearing up that Cowboys defense and making that a close game. Jalen Hurts in that ball game, he's not 0-4 against Dak Prescott. And believe me, it's, it hurts me to say this, Amber, because of the Cowboys fan, I don't want to. But until Dak Prescott, with the receivers he has now, he has no excuses. Mike McCarthy calling the plays. He's got to find a way to get it done in the playoffs. I saw Jalen Wirtz go two for three in the playoffs. I'm still waiting for Dak Prescott to not just have one win, one loss, one win, and not one loss and out of the playoffs again. I mean, the answer is last season, right? I mean, this past season, that's when Dak Prescott became not as good as Jalen Hurts in the conversation in terms of the hierarchy of the NFC. I mean, that's the reality is that Jalen Hurts catapulted everybody in that entire conference because you are talking about an Eagles team that waltzed their way to a Super Bowl. And yes, they didn't win that Super Bowl. They certainly had a lot more success than the Dallas Cowboys did last season. Also, you had the accuracy issues for Dak last season, 15 interceptions. Yes, last season when you pull the numbers, Dak in nearly every category trails Jalen Hurts. Now, if I go back to 2021, it's an entirely different conversation. But we are coming off of last season. And we are living in the moment. That's what we do when we go into each season and we evaluate where these teams are. I had Dak as number two in that conference. Sure, could I believe that Dak Prescott ends up finishing the season better than Jalen Hurts? It's entirely possible. It's not an all-time career conversation we're having about these two, though. It is a real-time conversation that we're having about these two. And in real time right now, Freddie, Jalen's better. Zhao in Hartford, Connecticut, the Nutmeg State. Zhao, who is the second-best quarterback in the NFC and why, my friend? It hurts me to say, but it's Dak Prescott, man. Like, as as an Eagles fan, um, I watch this guy play. When he's on, he's on. And can't deny that. He's not better than my guy, but when he's on, he's on. Got to give him that. We've seen that before from Dak Prescott because when he's been white hot, he can make just about any throw or make any play out of the pocket. And I thought last year at times he was still trying to fight the temptation when to run, when not to run, when to pass, when not to pass. I still think he's fighting that a little bit after the injury that he had a couple of years ago. I don't think we have to worry about that this year, Dak Prescott. He's going to take off and run. He's just going to do it. And I think more than ever before, he will not have to need as much of a running game to counterbalance him. I think by adding weapons on the outside to go with C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollock, when he comes back healthy, will still be healthy enough to catch balls out of the backfield. I think we're going to see that Dak Prescott, to be honest with you, Amber, that we saw more before the injury than we've seen after that injury that happened that was horrific that knocked him out for that season. Yeah, obviously health has been a factor there for Dak, but also weapons. Because don't forget, the Dallas Cowboys team got rid of his favorite weapon as we went into last season, right? I think people discount how important that was for Dak Prescott's maturation here and his continued development over the years. CeeDee Lamb has come on. When we were ranking the quarterback-wide receiver duos, I don't think any of us had Dak and CeeDee Lamb as one of the top five duos in the league. I could easily see us having that conversation as we went to next season. You know, next yeah. offseason when we're doing rank them, could they be in that conversation? Yes, they could. I see these Lamb certainly proved himself as the number one now there in Dallas. We'll see what it looks like this season. There's a lot of factors. I've always been a little bit higher on Dak than a lot of people. Just comes, the scrutiny comes with wearing that star on the 
a helmet. There's so much in terms of expectation that come along with that. It's easy to criticize Dak. I think he's a good quarterback. Maybe he's back in the conversation of great quarterback if he actually lives up to the expectations and if the Cowboys do generally this yeah, season. Yeah, having Brandon Cooks, getting him in the trade, and Michael Gallup one year removed from that torn ACL, all of a sudden things could be looking up for the Cowboys where they have to rely on the running game to help out Dak Prescott. Having that the other way around could be a boon to him. Keep weighing in, getting a lot of reaction from you about who's the second-best quarterback in the NFC. We believe it's Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles being number one. Who is right behind him? More of your calls at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'll let you get a chance to get in touch with me, Freddie Coleman, and Amber Wilson to talk about that on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. Can't get in the way of Maxwell when he's doing that. You just got to let that brother breathe. Amber Wilson, Freddie Coleman together here on ESPN Radio this morning, as well as the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio and ESPNU. All right, Amber, I'm going to nail you down before we get to callers out there saying who's the second-best quarterback in the NFC behind Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia. You said you've been waffling back and forth. Have you made a decision who is the second-best quarterback in the I NFC? Initially, I initially said Dak. Yes, you did. And now I feel guilty. There's like a guilt inside of me for Kirk Cousins, and I okay. don't know why. It's like I feel bad, and I don't know if it's because I watched quarterback last night on Netflix, <laughs> and I found Kirk Cousins so endearing because he's just such a normal dude, just right. like a dude, you know, just average guy, and he certainly lives his life like that, and him and his wife and his family seemed lovely. But if you pull the numbers off, off of what Kirk Cousins did this past season. And then uh-huh. also, by the way, what Kirk Cousins has consistently done in his NFL career. We all, for whatever reason, we overlook Kirk Cousins every year. And I think it's because we have this idea that he's not prime time, right? And he can't get it done in the big moments, even though he had all those come back from behind wins this past season. We kind of found the Vikings to be fraudulent. Mm-hmm. However,
However, mm-hmm. he has had the consistency over 4,000 yards, I think six out of the last seven years of his career. And then also, none of these other quarterbacks are prime time either. So that, that factors yeah, into fair. this conversation. I think I'm going to land on Kirk. I think I might be supplanting Dak for okay. Kirk. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go that far with you. Giving I mean, the everyman you, some love here in Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you made a nice nice case for him. I'm not going to catch that case from you when it comes to Kirk Cousins. We're <laughs> having catch this, a case, buddy. Exactly. We're catching, it, we're catching this case because Aaron Rodgers is now the New York Jets and Tom Brady retired. Hopefully he's not dating a Kardashian anytime soon after being at a white party. So that cleared the deck for like a Jalen Hurts. Geno Smith had a really good year for Seattle, but no one's going to think of him that way. For my money, I think the second best quarterback is the offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers, meaning the head coach Kyle Shanahan. You know, because look what he did with Brock Purdy. He didn't work it out with Trey Lance. He's got Sam Darnold. It's seen that Anybody you plug in that offense, he can make that work to effect. But realistically, to me, Dak Prescott is the second-best quarterback in the NFC. But I don't think the gap is that wide between him, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith. That could be a mix, a, a mix Jared and match. Goff. Jared Goff for the Detroit Lions, no doubt about that. What's going to be wild is we're going to be having this conversation about Sam Darnold after this season. Because if <laughs> Sam Darnold starts, the likelihood is there. And if he plays well for San Francisco – Right. And he and he probably will, because I don't think Brock Purdy or Trey Lance are going to be ready to get the go. Can you imagine Sam Darnold goes into that system? He ends up having a resurgence of his career. and We're having yep. a conversation on the back yep. end yep. about Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah, being... I, I, yeah I'm not wow. saying I'm just saying it's the NFL. Anything is completely, completely possible. Montreal and North Carolina at 888-729-3776. My man, who is the second best quarterback in the NFC behind Jalen Hurts of Philadelphia and why? Uh, for my money, it's Dak Prescott. And I want to say Freddie and Amber enjoy the show. You Appreciate guys do a sensational you. job. But Appreciate you. I had a uh, want to have, you're welcome, a quick take with Jalen Hurts. I heard Amber and you discussing before. I think Jalen Hurts is one of the top quarterbacks, 1A, I'm like 2A, 2B, with him and Joe Burrow. Because if you look at what he's done, has how he ascended that offense, I don't think people should act like the Eagles were Super Bowl material when he took over. Yeah, he had his bumps and bruises just like Joe Burrow did. But if you look at the leadership, how people play with him, his attitude, yeah. his demeanor, I still don't think he's getting enough credit. And I, I don't think I disagree with Amber in the most respectful way. <laughs> uh, who you play and line up against has nothing to do with the outcome, in my opinion, because they all are professionals. Because let's say he went 0-5. They'll say, well, he didn't play up to the potential or the Eagles suck. He's lifted that whole organization, and I get it. He's got great people around him, but so does Joe Burrow. Absolutely, I think he is right behind Mahomes right there with Joe Burrow. What do you guys think? Okay. All right, Amber. I mean, it's fair. Listen, but I keep, I don't know how I became the Eagles resident hater on this show, but somehow I did. Uh, you're, senior, but you're senior Rita hater. That's I, what I am. You've that is the that. role that I have become on this show that I've taken <laughs> over. I will embrace it. The Eagles had the easiest schedule in the entire NFL during their Super Bowl run this past season. Jalen Hurts certainly is phenomenal. He made huge strides. He's got the best protection in the league. He's got weapons. They bring in A.J. Brown. That team has built up with him as he has also built up his career career. So is it Jalen? Is it the pieces around him? I think it's a combination of all of it. I think it's going to look good for years. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason that he just got the bag, Freddie, mm-hmm. but it's small. It's a small enough sample size where I'm not willing to have the conversation yet that okay. he's in the same category as Joe Burrow. Yeah. And that's completely fair because we've seen with Joe Burrow before he, even when he tore his ACL, how Cincinnati fell apart after his rookie season, what he's been able to do to uplift that franchise. Both of these guys have essentially done the same thing. 
what Jalen Hurts has done for Philadelphia because no one thought that he and Nick Sirianni together were going to make that work in Philadelphia. Nobody thought in a million years that Joe Burrow makes Cincinnati matter like that where you look at them and say, yeah, that team's a championship contender. That team can win a Super Bowl. We're saying that about both of those teams because of both of those quarterbacks to Montreal's point, uplifting everybody in both of those organizations. Adam in Virginia, who's the second-best quarterback in the NFC and why, my friend? Uh, it's going to be Daniel Jones. Okay. And I'll give you two reasons why. Uh, Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley. Barkley is going to take that franchise tag, and he is going to play outside his mind because it's a contract year. That's going to help Daniel because a run game always helps quarterback. And then people don't realize Darren Waller can run the whole route tree. He's going to free things up underneath. It's going to make life easier for Jones, and I think it's going to give him the time he needs to be able to really flourish and show what he can do. He was coming on strong the tail end of last year, and I think he just continues that. Okay. That's the first Daniel Jones nomination, Freddie, and it's a fair one because of how large the strides were this past season for Daniel Jones. I mean, there's a reason he also got the bag, right? He got paid. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's because of the strides that he did take. I actually think Saquon and the Giants are going to work out a deal. Oh, they all, they, they definitely are because, to Daniel's point, there's no way that Saquon is going to leave that kind of money on the table. And we've seen that if you take a year away from the NFL, the running back position, that does not land well I, circa Le'Veon Bell. And the Giants need him. They need that help in the backfield yeah, and, for Daniel Jones. And Saquon knows that. The Giants know it. The Giants know that Saquon knows. So, yeah, they'll have a meeting of the minds. It may be a franchise tag with assurances that, hey, we're going to take care of you after the season is over, but I'm with you. Even though D-Day is Monday, they're going to find a way to work this out. Monday no at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. We'll find out. D-Day. By the way, real quick, want to wish my wife, Denise, a happy anniversary. 16 years of putting up with my punk behind her road to heaven is completely, completely sealed without any chance of that not happening. So I almost wish happy anniversary to my wife. For senior reader hater, Amber Wilson, I'm Hot Sauce <laughs> Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, uh, also on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. Greenie is next. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.